back to another episode of lead the way podcast i'm your host 50 cool kid i want to welcome you guys to another episode this is episode 14 and the title of this episode is the wave on the five stages of the relationship and i think that this is going to be a really great episode because one i get to put on my relationship therapist hat you know i am a, a, a unlicensed relationship therapist so if you ever need relationship advice or anything, I'm the guy, you know, to come to to keep it real with you and get you to where you need to be as far as like, you know, your relationship status. So um, that's always exciting for me to put on this hat. Um, this is episode 14 and I feel like this is a very special episode also because 14 is my birthday date and April 14th is my birthday. So shout out to all the Aries. But the number 14, if you're into numerology, actually means is the symbol for love and spiritual growth and that this episode being about relationship is like wow it really tied into you know um the whole like love and spiritual growth so i was like oh that's really cool so um but if you keep seeing the number 14 um it means that your angels are communicating to you that your search for that special person will be at its peak and you will soon embark on a journey that will lead you to a person you will spend the rest of your life with. So I think that's really coincidental that episode 14 was on stages of a relationship. Um, I think this is also going to be a great episode because a lot of people get into relationships and the we are cognizant of love languages and um, horoscopes and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff like that. But I think if more people become aware of the five stages of a relationship, I really think it will um, bring more awareness to the process of where you are when you are trying to establish and talk to somebody. So um, I think I think after if you don't know about the five stages of a relationship and after this episode, you really um, start to like study it and analyze it. I think it'll bring some more sense to you. Um, as you're in a relationship or even if you're single it can still apply to you when you start to talk to somebody again so um you know we've probably all fallen in love at least once in our lives and as you grow older you come to the realization that falling in love is actually the easy part and it's actually being in a relationship that's that's the hardest fucking part so and we all know that relationships are not easy so it takes a lot of work to cultivate them um, I mean, everybody's probably in a relationship and you ask the question like, you know, have you ever looked at the person you're with and be like, you know, I'm tired. Like, I just have to leave this relationship like this is just not working for me. I'm like done. Uh, I'm pretty sure we all have done that. And it's because most times we give up on relationships simply because we are oblivious to the stage that we are in. And as people, we struggle with with the unknown of what we don't know. So I feel like, you know, 
there are five stages of the relationship that demand different levels of approaches responses and maturity and most people give up on relationships because they are unwilling to outgrow their previous approaches and mentalities to relationships so while every relationship is unique in its own way there are typically five stages every couple goes through and it doesn't matter how you met or what your goals are in the relationship but you will go through all of these stages and most importantly is how you handle them will define the shape or the end of that relationship so um you know take some notes and really listen about the five stages i feel like this is going to be a great episode to learn um so let's just go ahead and start the show So before I jump into today's show, I do want to thank my listeners. Um, I want to thank you guys for the continuous support as I always do on every episode because I don't think you guys know how much it means when you guys like really support this, you know, podcast and this initiative. So I am forever grateful for you guys for continuously listening. Um, And I love you guys. And I've been thinking like maybe like I think I'm going to call you guys like waivers you know if that sounds right but yeah i think i like it like you know my waivers shout out to all my waivers yeah i like that i don't know get a flow mm, give it some time if not you know hit me up and be like oh this would be a good name for people who listen to it like you know lead the wave waivers so you know i don't know but um y'all i lost my uh cap to my water bottle and i don't know where it's at and it's really fucking bothering me um and I've been looking, but I really don't see it. So it's like, whatever. I just hope it's okay. And I just want to make sure I find it. Um, but enough of that. Um, let's go ahead and start, you know, talking about the five stages of relationship. Um, and before I do get into the relationships, talking about the five stages, um, I do want to say how long you stay in one stage. It depends on the couple. So, and, you know, some couples will never advance to the later stages because of their incompatibility or emotional immaturity so because each relationship is unique with whoever you're dealing with you know is it can be very difficult to try to pinpoint the stages of that relationship by month or by time frame so um i don't want to put that out into the atmosphere that because you're in this stage is that it's going to be in that exact time frame or you know this kind of it's going to happen that way so um just keep that in mind as you you know matriculate throughout your relationships so um the first stage of the relationship is the romance stage which is like the drug addiction phase and the romance stage begins when we fall in love with someone and it can last up to two years and then it 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 ends as quickly as it began so in the romance stage we experience love in its most immature form which is infatuation so infatuation is the foolish in that we can only see our partner's light side so we're only seeing the good and we're in complete denial of their dark side and the person that you're talking to are also seeing you in that same light so in the first stage of this relationship you know everything is beautiful um you can totally see this working out 
um you're telling your friends hey i met this nice guy i met this nice girl he might be the one you know y'all texting y'all talking y'all communicating very well y'all staying up late facetime until y'all fall asleep the next morning until y'all going to work like you know y'all just doing all the cute shit you know um and you're not seeing any of the person's flaws um or else you know you might sweep them under the rug so this phase is like a bit like you know being high on love so just like if you're on drugs you know you feel like you just can't get enough except for this time the drug is actually a man or a woman and there's actually like a scientific cause for all of this is because when you fall in love your brain releases a cocktail of like chemicals you know with fancy names like oxytocin and phenylethylamine and serotonin and dopamine and you know all of those chemicals are designed to set your heart you know thumping and you know light a fire in your body and um in fact the only difference between being in love and being an addict high on drugs is that being in love is legal so you know just like getting high you know falling in love allows you to see your new partner through you know that light you know only showing you what makes you feel good and filtering out all the bad stuff so your that drug induced haze you know it forces you to only notice where you're similar and you hide all of your partner flaws and it also makes you say and do whatever is necessary you know to get along and please the other so um you know so you're kind of like being you're not really pleasing the person but you're like really just making sure like everything's copacetic and it's flowing and that's the, the reason why because of that is you know it goes back to evolution you know so if two people could connect long enough you know they will be able to create offspring and you know the human race will be perpetuated so your brain you know it wants you to fall for this guy or this woman and you may not be about making babies but your brain doesn't know any better at the moment so it's like fuck that shit i'm i'm enjoying this high and it's like it's it's glossing over all that negative and it's only emphasizing the positive you know whether this guy is actually the one for you long term or not so um but you know don't worry you know time will tell and you'll figure out you know if this person's the right guy or a right girl for you um the biggest trap of the romance stage is our dishonesty and it's not that we lie but more that we aren't completely truthful so you know letting our partner see who we are and you know what what we want might scare them off so we keep parts of ourselves hidden and knowing this you know you have to ask yourself are you willing to risk rejection and talk about some potentially you know difficult topics with your new partner like for example it might be useful to know now whether or not you're both on the same page about having kids or monogamy um or you know religion or you know you know etc but but if you can get those deal breaker conversations out of the way now the rest of your relationship you know will be a breeze and what's great about the romance stage is that you know it's the start you know of a relationship and it's fresh you know you get to you, you get to know somebody new and you know by proxy you learn who you are with that person and you know all those you know feel good hormones are raging around in your brain and you know it's pretty amazing you know it's it's legal it's it's legal love drugs you know so another great thing about this stage is that you know the sex in that part you know tends to be frequent and frequent and it's hot you know so you both enjoy it um but you know later down the road that may change so 
um some things to be aware of in the romance stage is that um you may want to you know maybe try to go slow you know go slow in terms of revealing your full personality you know for starters um i'm not saying that you should hide things but maybe you know wait a few months to let you know that person know how anal you may be about certain pet peeves you know and with that being said you know um while we're all naturally you know put our best foot forward when first meeting and dating someone um you know remember that being your authentic self is always important for the relationship moving forward moving forward so don't lie you know be confident who you are and know that if that person is right for you you know they'll like you or love you for all your qualities you know both good and bad um and also go slow in terms of like you know announcing your feelings you know you might right away feel like you know you've fallen in love with him but you know there's no harm in taking your time to really be sure of your feelings um evidently the romance stage um it it comes to a stop you know when those drugs start to wear off and at this point you know your brain stops producing those you know chemicals that i mentioned earlier and you wake up one morning you know what i call a love hangover laying next to the most incompatible person in the universe thinking like something is wrong with this relationship and at that part that can take anywhere from two months to two years to happen and often this happens when one of you perceives some kind of stability to the relationship so as you start to look at that difference the stability might be symbolized by you know you may start to date exclusively you may move in together or you may start meeting parents or somebody might get pregnant or somebody might get engaged or married or you know anything else that symbolizes stability in the relationship and um and then that's when you know you get into your second stage of the relationship but an interesting fact is that you know social media has glamorized the romance stage you know making it seem like that's the pinnacle of romantic achievement but as a result you know when your relationship you know arrives at the next stage that i'm talking about you know is that i'm going to talk about is easily to you know incorrectly assume that because your relationship doesn't look like what it looked like on instagram or social media then my relationship must be flawed so um you know often couples that get into the next stage after the romance stage you know they end up breaking up or divorcing to find a more compatible mate you know only to discover that the same patterns re-emerge in their next relationship and their next relationship and their next relationship and um if you don't know if you're one of those people who are meeting new people and then you start to find differences in them and then you'd be like no nah, i'm out i'm this can't work for me you know you're known as a serial dater so that's just another layer of something internally that you have to work on um if you're going to start really truly dating somebody so you're going to keep going through that same pattern and pattern if you don't um address that issue because um it's not healthy so that is stage one that is the romance stage the lovey-dovey stage you know you kind of just high on drugs and you noticing all the good the, the similarities and then after a while um when you've been with the person you start to come high or come off those drugs and then you start to be like open your eyes and be like oh shit we have some differences that we haven't been able to really you know analyze and digest you know we may have some conversations but i'm really starting to see how can we form some kind of stability um and that will bring me to the second stage of a relationship which is the power struggle stage 
so the power struggle stage is the love is what i like to call the love hangover and this is where it gets real like you you're comfortable with your partner and you are starting to let your hair down around him you know maybe taking some makeup off you know just getting real comfortable but that doesn't always mean you know things are, be, are going to be you know harmonious so most couples get to the stage and they break up and this tends to happen after about four to six months of being together and this is such a, pa a such a painful time for most couples as the illusion that romantic love will last forever starts to fall away and then those feelings of disappointment and anger will start to replace it so in this stage instead of only seeing their similarities as you did in the romance stage now all you can see are their differences and their flaws so as you start to like this you start to like kind of start to figure out what the stuff that get under your skin so when you start looking at this stuff and being like oh my god i can't believe this person does this or like you need to change this so you get to work trying to change your partner you know back into the person that you originally hoped they were or you try to punish them for not being that way or it can also be both so in this stage often one partner withdraws while the other partner pursues so often one partner will withdraw and that means that that person will be like shutting down their heart and pulling away you know trying to get some space while the other person is trying to pursue that same person you know demanding their attention while feeling desperately afraid that they are being emotionally deserted so one or both of you may be struggling with uncertainty in this relationship like you know one partner is going to be asking where is this going is he the one do we want the same things and all of these questions are totally normal by the way and it's good to ask yourself these questions because if the answers all indicate that you're on the right path then you can be more reassured of moving forward but if you were a more subdued version of yourself in stage one then he may be surprised or she may be surprised that you're not acting the same as you were at the beginning so like now you may have been like you know holding in your stomach you know you wasn't farting or burping you know or nagging but now that's what you're doing so it's like you know he might be like oh what happened to that sexy lady that you know who that wore all the makeup all the time and you may feel like you're being genuine but he may feel like he's being duped which is why it's important to be honest about who you are from the start and at this point you both start to test your power in a relationship like you know like who has the power so if he's a pushover you may feel like the challenge is gone or on the hand on the other hand if he's strong arms everything every decision in the relationship you may feel overpowered and won out but the purpose of the power struggle stage is for you to establish you know your autonomy inside this relationship without destroying the loving bond that the two of you have worked so carefully to build so the power struggle stage can last anywhere from a few months to many years years people years but how long it lasts for you will depend on three things it will depend on your willingness to embrace change your childhood history yes your childhood history people and the quality of the relationship repair advice you receive so depending on who you have in your ear when you're in a relationship that can also um have you still in that part of the power struggle stage so without those skills to navigate the power struggle stage and resolve your differences you will keep returning to this painful stage over and over again throughout your relationship um 
and there are two ways most couples deal with their power struggle stage um they one they break up you know they take the nearest exit they break up you know um very often these people are you know like i said earlier they're serial daters looking for love but finding disappointment instead um the second thing that they can do is survive you know they continue their journey together surviving through the pain and the frustration of a relationship that is stuck in the past and no longer growing and typically people who have chosen this option you know think that good relationships involve sacrifice you know and compromise and they think that their relationship you know will eventually emotionally you know flatline along with their sex life so you know overcoming the power struggle stage is you know either on your own or with you can probably you know do it on your own with your partner or you can seek you know some kind of professional guidance you know go see a therapist probably um to get some help and you graduate from the power struggle stage when you discover one way to do to one way to graduate from the power struggle stage is to discover a reliable way to communicate kindly about emotionally charged topics you can quickly repair emotional disconnections between you um you graduate when you can heal old hurt and restore broken trust that's a big one because that takes a lot of work um you graduate from the power struggle stage when you learn to share your power and realize that using force will never get you what you want in love um when you start to give up your friend your fantasies of harmony without struggle and you start to accept the biggest one is to accept and appreciate each other's differences um and as simple as all that sounds you know actually getting through the power struggle stage is a bumpy ride for most couples and um you know it's all too easy for one partner to quit halfway along the journey and in the relationship because it feels like it's too much hard work but often you know this partner is too afraid to face those aspects of themselves that their power struggle stage is forcing them to confront and it's a lot of times um if you've been in like a you know a two-year or four-year relationship and it didn't work out this was the stage that you were in it was those differences and i'm pretty sure if you have a talk with yourself it's going to be some kind of difference or something that happened where you're going to be like i was not able to get over that hurt and restore the trust or it was something about the power or it's something about emotional disconnection that y'all had that y'all feel like y'all still it wasn't as like it was at the beginning or it just wasn't y'all wasn't accepting and appreciating each other's differences so um you know as you that stage you know just like just like i said it can last from months to years so um but it's stuff to look forward to when you get past that stage um, but if you can really graduate from that stage, then you have done a lot of work um, to make your relationship survive, um, which brings me to stage number three, which is the stability stage. And in the stability stage, you know, you've made it over that struggle hump. You made it over the power struggle hump. So clap it up for you. But, you know, you can't totally relax just yet in one of these five stages of the relationship. So once you've learned how to fight in a way that both of you win you move to what we call the stability stage and this is a period of you know where relative peace follows so in this stage if you've actually resolved your differences and gotten on the same page together the thrill of being loved returns but this time it's in a more deeper more mature form than in the, in the romance stage so in the stability stage it finally becomes clear that you're never 
ever going to succeed in changing your partner and you've given up trying to you're okay with your partner being different from you you both have clear boundaries and you need to learn mutual respect because if you don't do those things that hurtful pattern of your power struggle stage will keep haunting you um and you just keep you know going back arguing you they'll be like i thought you was over this i thought you was like you know so you're bringing up past stuff which is per which is you know perfectly you know um you know normal so that's going to happen because you're human so those feelings are always going to come up so um but you can also get stuck in this stage you know if you get too attached to the peace and stability that comes with it you know and that's where boredom can kind of you know easily set in and you know it's all too easy to become overly comfortable with your partner to the point where you no longer you know put in an effort to make that person happy because you was like you know at this stage you're like i already got them you know so why do i need to do little things you know to keep them and the reason is because you love that person you know that's why so you know a relationship without these you know thoughtful efforts is, is really just a friendship you know it takes work to stay attuned to your partner's needs and you know do little things that you know that will show that person that you care so relationships take efforts you know but yours shouldn't feel like it shouldn't feel like work you know if you genuinely love this person it should come naturally for you to, to do those kind of nice and sweet things for your partner and what i want you guys to remember is that you know that all growth requires change you know and getting outside of your comfort zone you know and you guys can keep growing together by consciously creating new shared experiences in your relationship like maybe traveling going on a trip you know um doing something different that you know that will keep that spark there um some things to be aware of in the stability stage is that um once you know you've gotten over the power struggle stage you know it's also trying to rekindle that love and make it even stronger by staying most people are not attuned with their partner's love languages so you may think sending you know random cute love text messages is a great way to show affection because your love language is words of affirmation but you know your partner may actually prefer spending a quiet evening you know drinking wine and you know chatting because their love language is quality time and um the whole thing about that is that sometimes we often you know project what we want from others onto them and that's where issues may arise so you know in this stage you know just make sure you know what you know what your partner sees as an appreciated way of expressing your love to them you know like think about their love languages like you know does the person love being touched like hugs and massages does that person enjoy receiving gifts you know does that person glow when you do something nice like cook them dinner you know whatever your partner you know responds to in their love language you know that indicates what their love language is so that was stage three so now that brings me to my next stage which is stage four which is the commitment stage and when you think about the commitment stage it has nothing to do with getting married so in the community in the commitment stage you know you fully surrender to the reality that you and your partner are human and that your relationship has you know shortcomings as a result so you've learned to love each other by having to like each other you choose each other consciously you can honestly you know look at your partner dead in the eyes you know and say i don't need you i choose you knowing all that i know about you good and bad you in this stage you begin to experience a beautiful balance of love belonging fun power and freedom um the thing about the 
the uh commitment stage is the trap in this stage is thinking that all of your work together is done and while this may somewhat you know be true on an individual level your work in the world as a couple is just beginning um another trap is becoming lazy and maintaining your emotional connection or spending so much time together that you sacrifice your own personal goals um this is really like the only stage where you're actually ready to be married um so many of us get married in the romance stage when we're high on those drugs and before we even learn you know to navigate conflict so um that is the commitment stage so we got the uh romance stage we have the power struggle stage we have the stability stage and then we have the um commitment stage and now we're on our final stage of being in a relationship which is the bliss slash co-creation stage so in this stage you know um this is where you know we're all looking for real love and you know it comes you know this is this is the last stage of the relationship you know just like mary j blige you know was singing real love i'm searching for a real love someone in my heart real love i'm searching for a real love okay but yeah that was just a little bit you know give me a little taste a little science 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 you know but um you know just like mary j blige you know we're all looking for that real love and this is where you get it at in that last relationship so in this stage you know your relationship evolves beyond the boundaries of your family unit and you know just like a child leaving home it moves out into the world so in this stage you've learned that love is not infatuation love is not power love is not stability and love is not commitment and now the two of you are both naturally called to give back you know to society in some way you know it's like you're becoming a, like a power couple at this point you know and often couples in this stage you know work on a collaborative project together is usually some kind of shared creative work that is intended to make the world a better place um this project could be anything like a business um, maybe a charity an artwork or you know it could be consciously you know raising a child you know neither of you would have able have been would have been able to dream up this project on your own you know it naturally emerges as a result of you growing you know together through this stage so congratulations if you make it to this star because this stage because you know far fewer people than you think actually make it to the stage you know even if they've been together for decades so we can't just put it on time and just be like well we've been together for two years and we're at this bliss and um the the uh co-creation stage because you can probably be with somebody at the uh for like 20 years and they've been married that long but they really can be at the, the third stage which is the stability stage but it's just like look i'm come to uh i've come to senses that you know you're not going to change i'm not going to change and we're just going to coexist together but it's not going to you know continually to go upward so um those guys are the five stages of a relationship and you know if you're seriously dating you're starting to look at something you know um don't you know i, I would suggest being my you know relationship therapist hat you know um have a conversation with both parties in the relationship about the stages of the relationship and you're not just using it as like a you know like a like a pick to be like oh i know what this is i know what stage we're at you know 
give that person a chance to actually do the investigation and navigation for themselves because if not they're not going to be still understanding where you're coming from um and i would only say you know apply this thing to like somebody that you're you know really taking seriously you know like if you know you out here you know still having your hot girl summer or city boy summer you know why are you trying to consider the stages of relationship you know at this point you're serial dating you're just kind of having fun you're gonna find something wrong with somebody and then you're gonna be like oh i dropped them and now i'm trying to talk to somebody new so you know um and i do want to say that these five relationship stages are not a linear process so don't think like our first second third you know in the line is more like a spiral you know circling upwards so keep that in mind um and also one relationship stage will dominate your partnership at any given time until you learn that stage's lesson so um and you retain the lessons you learn at each previous stage and bring them forward with you as you grow up together you know and that's where that spiral you know comes into place and remember people remember people this is most important because stage two that power struggle stage that is the most important thing but that's the hardest part of getting through the relationship so remember that you will keep returning to that power struggle stage until you learn okay this is the gym okay you will keep returning to the power struggle stage until you learn to resolve conflict in a way that builds your partner up instead of tearing them down you learn to establish a reliable emotional connection you learn to repair broken trust and heal old hurt and you learn to accept your partner's flaws and appreciate how they are different from you okay that is the gem now it's going to take some work remember it's going to take some work so stick it out if you really want this relationship you have to learn those things um you know and those are the five stages of relationship guys i really i really enjoyed this episode um I think every time I tell somebody about the five stages of relationship, they're like, what? What is that? Because they know the love language. It's like, wait, it's five stages. What is that now? Hold on, let me get into this. So, and it starts to make sense because it's like, oh, okay. And then you start to look back on other relationships. Like, damn, if I'd known this, I probably could have worked it out and been more patient. But it's like, oh, shit, okay. Maybe it just wasn't meant to be. But, you know, I think I think this would be, you know, this would be a good, especially if you're relationship oriented and still being optimistic about love. Um so as always guys you know um don't forget to subscribe um and rate and review you know go on apple podcast scroll up you know um go all the way to the bottom where it says rating reviews and click the star um i greatly appreciate that um i love hearing hearing from you guys about you know the episodes and different things you know y'all know i'm down to earth and humble so reach out to me have a conversation you're trying to get on the show um yeah just hit me up you know y'all know i fuck with y'all so um as always you know i like to leave with the quote and you know since we're talking about love and relationship you know um the quote is have enough courage to trust love one more time and always one more time so always you know have enough courage to trust love even if you've been hurt i know it's a lot of people out here projecting you know niggas ain't shit bitches ain't shit you know and we get that but you know if that's what you're putting out to the, into the atmosphere then don't expect you know something good to be coming your way because you already setting your intentions you know niggas ain't shit you know so give yourself courage to trust love one more time and always one more time and as always you know until next episode peace and love my friends